0: Okay, good morning. This is Henry Harris. It's another edition of the Spiritual Foundations of Mental Health. Today's topic Are Feelings True? Okay, let's begin with our intro. Um, What do we mean by the spiritual foundations of your mental health? Your mental health, your mental well being, is not, it's grounded in something spiritual. That means to say that it's not dependent on anything of this world. Anything of this world, you didn't. You, you could, you could be right now in possession of very difficult feelings, uh, feelings of of ups and downs and anxiety. It could be that you are struggling with destructive habits. Uh, it could be all kinds of things are going on, and you're convinced that you had uh, a damaging childhood or. Um, a future that looks bleak. There could be so much evidence in this world that you lack basic well-being, or that there's something deeply wrong with you or your life, and none of that would be accurate in the sense that it really is the the truth about your well-being. Your well-being is grounded in something spiritual. It is independent of anything of this world, and let's understand that. That means to say that that your feelings. The feelings that we're having, and the feelings that we're having that lead us to react, to make poor choices, to live in um, just difficulty, difficulty and dark feelings. All those feelings are feelings that are coming from a single, simple source. And whereas those feelings might look like they're telling you about your life, they're telling you about the 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 the, the difficulty or the that that there's something wrong. The feelings really look like they're telling you that there's really something wrong. It's like an indicator, like dark, difficult, painful feeling. Obviously, there's something dark and wrong with my life. But in truth, the feelings are coming from a single simple source. They're not coming from the childhood. They're not coming from the difficulties. They're not coming from anything about your life in this world, in the present kind of practical sense. All you have a well-being and a connection to a source of wisdom that's completely independent of that. So how does it how does this work exactly? How do we how do we make sense of the difficult feelings that we have if in fact it's not coming from something really wrong in our past, in our present, in our future? So we are ongoingly receiving a flow. That flow includes all kinds of uh, there's an, it's an energy that can shape, can can look and feel in a variety of ways. Now, what's possible is for us to misunderstand that flow. And When we misunderstand that flow, what I mean is that when we get a feeling that hurts, that's painful, that's dark, it's very normal for a person to look around and say, well, where's that coming from? I know it's bad. I just don't know where it's coming from. That kind of split-second unconscious. Uh, belief that it's telling me about something bad in my life—that's our first mistake. It's it, the idea that it's telling me about something bad in my life is is a mistake. It's just simply the quality or the feeling of your flow at this moment. It's just kind of the—it's just the feeling of your now. But that now doesn't stick around. And in fact, even people who are dif- who are really struggling, no matter what they're struggling with no matter what they're struggling with, if it's depression, if it's anxiety, if it's um, bad habits, they're, they're not consistently and continuously standing in the state of mind of pain or the state of mind that leads them to make uh, to fall into their habit. They're not. That's just a fact. There isn't a single person in this world, even people who are highly addicted, who are highly struggling, they're not always consistently standing in the same state of mind. But what happens is, is that they do experience that that unfolding of a darker feeling inside them, and it frightens them. And in that moment of fear, they draw a conclusion. There's something to be frightened of. I must react. I must run away. I must fix. I must uh, battle. That whole premise of this feeling is dangerous is really where we end up... Um, Mistakenly, innocently, but mistakenly amplifying the effect of that feeling. So I, I want to be very clear. I'm not offering in a I'm not offering so much a technique in this conversation. I'm offering an understanding. It's an understanding that when we see it, when we see the truth about the fact that feelings are not telling us about our lives in a direct, in a in an in like in a fundamental sense. They're not telling about whether we're healthy or broken or unbroken. They're telling about they're telling us about our now. When we see that we are unconditionally healthy, and that the feelings that we're having are just this kind of now moment, then we will have a very different. When, when we see that in in a kind of insightful way then we will have a new understanding of those feelings. They will look and feel different to us. The value of learning about this is whether even before we have that insight, even before we have that insight, there's value in kind of we we, we sense there's truth to this, even if it might not provide immediate relief. We sense there's truth to that wisdom. And so we explore it. We learn about it. we, We ask, kind of inquire about it. And in fact, according to Jewish wisdom, this is a great and great accomplishment to undertake this inquiry. What do I know about the truth—the single, simple source behind all life—that tells me that all feelings are coming from a single, simple source, not coming from the world out there? What do I? How do I understand that? The implications of that truth—that's that—is in Jewish consciousness. That's a mitzvah. That's a commandment to to know and understand that there is a single, simple source behind all life. And simultaneously, to be able to recognize that that the the distressing feeling I'm having, that's also coming from this moment, from a single, simple source. The past doesn't have power in a direct sense to shape a feeling right now, except through the flow of energy that's a presenting as 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 I stand here and as I'm sitting here, feeling this pain. And that that moment that I acknowledge that truth, even though the feeling's strong and the feeling is hurtful. And it looks like it comes from the past. In that moment that I acknowledge it can't come from there, I'm I'm also accomplishing something great. I'm accomplishing the commandment not to believe in idols, not to ascribe power to something other than a single simple source. So, for example, as I've shared before, I have, uh, let's say, I, I, I think it's safe to say most folks have memories that show up in their mind where they feel embarrassed or they feel some, let's say, regret or shame. Oh, I can't believe I did that. Oh, I can't believe I said that. And it might grip them with an unpleasant feeling. Is it the memory? Is it the event that took place that they're reminding themselves of or that they're reminded of? Is that what is in fact the cause of that painful, shameful feeling in the moment that took what took place 10 years ago, five years ago, whatever it was? Is that the actual cause? I'm suggesting it is not. And my my personal verification of this, is that I can talk about an event that was a very very embarrassing and kind of shameful moment where I did something really inappropriate, um, really clumsy. And there are times where it's completely neutral to me. It feels totally neutral to me. But there might be a time where I'm walking down the street and I'm reminded of it. And and I feel this gripping feeling of shame around that event. So I don't understand if it's just the pure information of the event, if it's the event itself that's the cause of the shame or pain, then why is it that sometimes when I think of the event I feel neutral, or even some kind of a kind of compassion toward my, you know, sincere but mistaken efforts, or alternatively there are times where I, I'm reminded of the event and it feels shameful. It, it's obviously not the event. That's how it looks to me. Rather, what's going on is that I'm having a state of mind that's moving. My state of mind is that I'm. I'm receiving this divine flow this energy that's showing up in my heart and mind that is expansive at times and it alternatively it's constricted and kind of self-centered at times in my constricted self-centered uh flow of consciousness it looks like it looks normal to me that all kinds of things are in fact a source of shame in my more expansive state of mind when i'm experiencing a flow that's more uh uh kind of more expansive and more aware, it, it looks obvious to me that those events are innocent, that they're not they they weren't they weren't a source of shame. Yeah, I could learn from them, I made a mistake and I can learn from them, but there's nothing debilitating or incriminating about those events. And so it really is the state of mind that we're experiencing as a result of this flow. And and what we're looking to explore here and understand is that we can watch that flow we can be aware of that flow as coming from a single simple source and come and, and it's a, in, in the degree to which it's describing a flow more than it's describing my health or my lack of health, my, my, my brokenness, my healthiness. It's, I'm always healthy. I'm always, nev- I'm never broken. It's just that it's possible to come to think I am mis- I'm broken or unhealthy based on a misunderstanding that's really what we're looking to do here: is to appreciate how normal it is to misunderstand the way in which our psychological experience is unfolding. So it's very normal and human to misunderstand how feelings are being created inside of me, what's causing those feelings. So that's what this conversation is about. Now I, I started off the, the, the today's topic is with the question, are feelings true? And I'm specifically addressing a fascinating and profound story that's found in the weekly Torah portion. This week's portion is called Shlach. It's the story of the Jewish people before they've entered into the land, making requesting of Moshe that they want to check out the land. They know that they've been promised a land. They know that God wants them to go to the land of Israel, but they're nervous and they want to send forth spies to check it out. So, um their their nervousness and their fear ends up becoming a factor in, in what the spies see. The spies come in with a certain fearfulness, and lo and behold, they see evidence to be afraid to be a frightened of and They come back and they share their report to the Jewish people and it says about the Jewish people that they that they experienced extraordinary fear, extraordinary panic, like hysteria, national hysteria. And it was, in a sense, it was like a it was like a traumatic experience. The Jewish people concluded from the reports. The reports said, "Look, there's giants there. They're awesome and fearsome opponents that don't want us to come." Uh, We saw burials happening all over the place, so we concluded that it's a land that basic that buries its inhabitants. It's like you people die there; they're dying all over the place. It's a it's a land that is fraught with danger and destruction. And they literally went so far as to conclude, according to the sources, that why is God bringing us there? Because he hates us. It was, God, it was God's hatred of us that he took us out of Egypt to bring us to a land that is filled with danger. Now, this is a phenomenal... Fanat- fascinating and mind-boggling thing because we have to understand that that the Torah speaks to all generations and if it's the case that the generation that was walking amidst all kinds of blessings and miracles and having experienced all kinds of blessings and miracles and leaving Egypt and then walking through the desert if they if they concluded if they felt fear and then concluded from that fear that it was a death trap that there, that the life that God was leading them toward was actually out of his hatred toward them. And it was a death trap. We have to understand that on some level, we're capable of doing that as well, that we are experiencing strong feelings and we're drawing conclusions about them. And those conclusions are not, uh, not necessarily reliable. Uh, in fact, what, what the, 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 the Talmud says that what God said to the Jewish people was, you know, you have cried, a cry that was based on on nothing substantive. You have cried a cry over something that was in for naught. It was it was not based on anything. Yet you're in literal hysteria. You're literally um, experiencing this sense of life is coming to an end you're feeling the feeling, you're absolutely feeling the feeling of hysteria, you're absolutely feeling the feeling of total gripping fear. It's just that you're distraught over it because you've drawn a conclusion about it. So the feeling is okay, look, the feeling you're feeling, but the conclusions you're drawing about it, that's a whole different story, says God. And that that to me is really so relevant to the life that we're living in. You know, we with in the relationship that we have with ourselves, and the relationships we have with loved ones, we're having feelings. And there's certainly a lot of kind of popular conception about the fact that look, we don't want to dismiss feelings, we don't want to ridicule or belittle, or uh, invalidate feelings. People have feelings. They're not they're not directly in control of the feelings they're having. We're experiencing this energy flow. We're experiencing a whole type of, a whole different set of feelings that are flowing through us. And those feelings can range from insecure and fearful to warm and trusting. So when a person has a feeling, our job is not to belittle or invalidate it in a dismissive sense. On the other hand, it is absolutely the case that the feeling is not necessarily a reliable description of a reality. I feel that this person is dangerous. Okay. So I'm not, so certainly it's it's something to look into. But we we should know it is absolutely possible for human beings to feel feelings and draw conclusions that are just Completely uncorrelated to to reality. It's kind of like you know when when the when the what I'm reminded of in the in the story in the language of the Talmud offers that God says you've cried a cry that was based on nothing, is like a person who enters into a movie theater and watches a tragic story unfold in which the hero dies and his family is left penniless and I don't know whatever tragedies you can imagine, and he emerges from the movie theater and is just distraught and people try to cheer him up and they say. What's the matter? What happened? He said, no, this person, his story, it's so terrible. I can't, I can't get over it. It just pains me so much. What do you mean? Well, there was a story and I was watching it and this and that, and a week goes on and a month goes on. At a certain point, you would say to the guy, look, it, it it was a sad story, but it was a movie. It wasn't, it wasn't something real. Like what, what are you basing? Why are you continuing to let this shape your life? That's what it is that we are capable of doing. Every feeling is worthy of some kind of acceptance in the sense that we acknowledge it's from a source but just because it it, it there's an acceptance meaning we allow it to be just because we allow it to be doesn't mean that we derive, that we conclude oh this is important news here you know this is wait a second if i'm feeling this feeling i i i should deal with this i should react to it i should fix it i should understand it i should analyze it and if i conclude that this feeling is an ind- indication that uh, this is dangerous or this is impossible or this is uh, treacherous you know then i'm going to act accordingly that is itself uh, uh, that that's a that's a that leads to problematic uh, conclusions and ways of 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 doing things we are capable of feeling all kinds of feelings. The feelings themselves aren't the issue. It's the conclusions that we draw. It's the conclusions that we draw about those feelings. And that's why it's so rich to be interested in and curious about what's true about our feelings. Feelings are not true in the sense that that they're capable of giving us an accurate picture of the world at large. And it's so precious as a human being to know that, to know that we are capable of having highly uh, charged and in, 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 in difficult feelings, and yet those feelings, and as much as they seem to be pointing to danger, as much as they seem to be indicating uh, death trap, treachery, etc., there's an a, a extraordinary degree to which they're not. There's an extraordinary degree to which those feelings are are as, as unpleasant and painful as they are, they're, they're, they're still safe. They're absolutely safe. That's what we're looking to understand, is the degree to which all feelings are coming from a single simple source, and all feelings are simply a description of a flow that's happening in this moment. I can be in that flow. And they're moving, they're, they're moving, they're bringing forth something new like the contractions of a woman in birth, they those feelings, the difficult ones and the more expansive ones, they are moving me. I'm evolving in life and my 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 I certainly have choices to make. I have responsibilities to undertake. There are things that I need to intervene in or do proactively. But I'm looking to do all of that work in the context of knowing how 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 normal it is to not have to work to fix the, my feelings to not have to intervene and and change my feelings to not have to draw conclusions and then react to the feelings and the information they seem to present so we learn so much from this story that there is there are ways that we are um were drawn after that conclusion the conclusions of our feelings the feelings are 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 there's no feeling that i'm looking to invalidate in the sense that it's bad it's wrong to have a feeling i i don't see it as that there's there's feelings that are are make a per, the, the pre, that if a person has that feeling he's bad that if a person has that feeling there's something deeply wrong with him no feelings are feelings that are flying they're they're just flowing through but to make conclusions about that feeling, I'm bad. This person's dangerous. This scenario is impossible, or in, we, 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 in Jewish wisdom, we have a guide. We have the guide of the Torah that tells us what is possible for our our lives, what is our responsibilities, what are our responsibilities in life. We let We let that wisdom and that guide shape our course in life. What are my responsibilities? Okay, but they feel unsafe. Yeah, but if they're your responsibilities, you can handle them. If you are responsible to that, to provide X, Y, Z to your spouse, to your child, to um, to yourself, then if you're responsible for that, then it's possible. Okay, but it feels totally unavailable to me. Okay, I'm not saying that there isn't time where we might need assistance, we might need someone to kind of look at our lives together with to 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 gain a certain perspective. But we can trust that our our the measuring stick of what's of, of reality, the measuring stick of what's real in this world is not necessarily our feelings. On the contrary, the measuring stick is this is this wisdom, Jewish wisdom that helps us to understand. What is possible, what's not possible, what I'm responsible for, what I'm not responsible for. Oh, the feelings are feel quite encumbering or quite an obstacle. Okay. That is a hundred percent what human beings are going to encounter in this world. There isn't a human being in this world that is not going to run up against dark and difficult feelings, especially as they undertake to live up to their potential. Fears, resentments, uh Difficult, dark, shameful feelings. There isn't a person in this world that's not going to encounter those dark feelings as they look at their at their yet as their as their path in life, as their, at they as they look at their unrealized potential. But we are equipped to know that those feelings are 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 safe. They, they are not information that tells us to to shut down or to run away or to conclude. Almost anything about the what's possible in our lives, we have wisdom to guide us and to teach us what's possible and what we're accountable for, and the feelings that seem to run at odds with those responsibilities and that those realities. That's part of our mission in this world. It's part of our task in this world to look more deeply, to look beyond, to look for what's true about everything in this world, including feelings to see the single simple source behind our feelings and recognize that those feelings themselves that seem so clearly to be obstacles to my job in this world, those feelings were themselves, they're being created in this moment by the same source that has given giving me, giving me my potential, that has given me my job in this world. They're all part of that single simple source.